You are listening to Mommying While Muslim Podcast, where hosts Uzma and Zeba share their personal stories of mommying in a post-9-11 world. This podcast is designed with the Muslim American mom in mind, so grab a cup of coffee and pull up to their table. Assalamualaikum, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mommy Well Muslim Podcast. This is Uzma Jaffrey. As you can see, I'm flying solo today because Zeba had a family emergency that she had to attend of the morning of the recording because motherhood, that's in the job description. We put out fires on the daily and she had to put out, you know, a considerable fire. So make a dua for her that everything is okay. I'm sure it's fine. Um, but when we're raising teenagers, everything is catastrophic, right? So we will put out whatever level of fire there is. So I wanted to go ahead and reveal what it is that we've kind of been leading up to and kind of been like hinting at for maybe a couple of episodes now, but Alhamdulillah, I think, I believe I have been invited to Umrah because I have a visa. I have like the Umrah ID and all of the stuff and the ticket. So I think I'm going, but I have this problem where I can't believe that I'm going until I'm actually there. And like, not even Medina, like I'm still like something could happen in Medina. I could trip and fall on my face. I could get really sick. I could end up not making it to Mecca and fulfilling my rights. Not because I don't have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but because it's so unbelievable to me that somebody with like my potty mouth and like my love for our February series, because you guys know our February series, that I would be invited to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's house. But Maybe I'm praying that there's some deeds that he has accepted, or maybe it's just the dua that I've made for the last eight years. Like, please let me visit your house again. Consider me worthy to be one of your guests. And I think, I think I am. So we'll have a couple of reels about that. Super excited. Um, if you have any specific dua that you want me to make, please feel free to DM me. I am printing out the dua list uh, Wednesday. Um Oh, actually, at the time of this recording, when you hear it, I will already have been on the ground. So go ahead and email salam at mommywomuslim.com because I might have Wi-Fi in the hotel and I will print those out once I land. I will land, inshallah, on the 11th and figure out um, how to make uh, those specific dua for you guys. I'm sorry that I didn't announce it before, but like I said, I have, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop because that's just kind of how I live my life. Um, I can't believe good things are happening until they've already happened, but good things are happening on this podcast because our series this month in March is our favorite things. And today's episode is our favorite home decor. So we're going to be talking about items that we use either regularly or on the daily. And today's products are actually made by somebody, um, I use her products daily. So I think it's really important to talk about what we actually use. Cause remember we share the hair on this podcast and we want you to be able to use what we use and to meet the makers. So, um, we will have freebies for one listener, listeners all through the month, but one listener today. So for those of you who are paying attention, um, you can win something or just get really great ideas to decorate your home for Ramadan or for Eid. We know that's like a huge thing this month that everybody's preparing for. And that's why a lot of us are stressed because we're trying to get ready for Ramadan and make it special for our kids. We are super duper excited to have uh, Hanan Jamili, a self-taught artist and an early childhood teacher. So we love teachers on this podcast. You know, everybody needs to pay their teachers more. Um, you may better know her as Artsy by Hanan on Instagram, Etsy, TikTok, or on her website. Um, that's where you can find her beautiful products and her beautiful face. We are so, so excited to have her here today. Welcome, Hanan Jamili. Assalamualaikum. 
How are you? I'm good, alhamdulillah. I miss your face. Oh, it's been too long. I don't think the audience knows how we know each other. So I'm going to let you share that with them. Oh my God. You sure you want to share all that? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We know where the bodies are buried. (laughs) The stories I have. I was cackling. We were just talking about a couple of those stories last night, actually. Oh, they they were good. Yes. We were unearthing some skeletons. It was good. But why don't you tell the audience how we know each other? Um, you were not, you were in Arizona for quite a bit before I arrived and it was just like love at first sight. We just kind of gravitated to each other, like moth to a flame Mm -hmm. and I couldn't get rid of you. I know. Yeah. She's, she moved away to the other coast trying to get rid of me. And I'm just one of those people where I won't (laughs) let you go. You know, like people will leave me, but I will not leave people. So I love Hanan. She's my girl. We call each other our alphas because we're both like the oldest of the households and we like fight for control and we're both large and in charge. So obviously we get along great, but yes. for this podcast episodes, um, I guess intent, we always ask about your momming story and your momming philosophy to kick it off for our audience. Okay. Well, before I even start, let me congratulate you. On- like. Wow, your invitation. Oh, oh alhamdulillah. Amazing. Yes, Jazakallah khair. Thank you so may much. May I accept it. Amin. All amin. Your amin. Amin. And may yes. I not fall on my face in Medina before I get to Mecca? So that would be great. <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> Trip on the Abaya or something. <laughs> oh, no. Don't even think about that. I know, right? It's going to be great. <laughs> Inshallah. It's going to be good. So go ahead and tell us whatever you're comfortable sharing about your kids, um, how you became a mom, that journey, what it looked like, and your momming philosophy. Hmm, I'm still on that journey. So I would say my uh, mommy, mommying philosophy would be um, flexibility and pivot when you can, because when you have three kids who have very different interests and very different personalities, you can't, you can't raise them, you know, the same, there's no template. Um, So I had to learn over the years, and I'm still learning every day how to deal. And there's no book amount of books to teach you, you're just going to have to be confident and be like, they're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, they're going to be all right. Yeah. With the grace of Allah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. How old are the kids now? My girls are 13 going on 27, mm-hmm. um, thir- 10 and 7. Mashallah. Yeah, time flies. Our kids are kind of close in age, I think. Our um, oldest, for sure. I remember you were the first mom who ever taught me two things. One, to put a sign out to not ring the doorbell. And like to cut anybody who actually did when the kids were napping because Hanan took her kids sleep seriously. And then self-care, right? You were like crazy militant about it. But I was like, yeah, I get it. And then self-care, like the mom who initiated the idea for those of us who like, I mean, I literally think like a couple of fuses were born and blown in my brain when you were like, oh, we have to have girls nights. And I think you wanted girls nights like every week. And we did it. We, we didn't did get it. Sick of each other. It was other. crazy. And I was like, "Oh my god, leave my husband and my babies and hang out with friends? Like, who does that? Because that was a modeled for us. So that was something that you taught us. And, and I created gave us. a monster. You totally like, created a monster. Now I can't live without my girls' nights. So it's like we don't do them I weekly anymore, it. though, because that was like crazy. You know, because as the kids grow older, the you, issues you get bigger, demand. and their schedules are so packed that you know it's we're lucky if we can work in once a month. So alhamdulillah. May Allah reward you for um, embedding self-care into our lives because we workaholic moms did not know that that was something that Muslim women were supposed to do or allowed to do. So 
Sisterhood is important. Sisterhood is super important. And I like drink up that sisterhood at those girls' nights and that carries me for the month until the next one. So I love it. Fill up your cup, ladies. And if you can't fill it up with your girls, come to one of our retreats. We're getting many, many emails about our mommy retreat. So um in Dallas, right? Uh, that we just had the one in Dallas. Yeah. So oh, people okay. are like, I didn't find out about it. I was like, dude, we talked about it until we were blue in the face, but okay. <laughs> Join our newsletter and you'll find out when the next one is inshallah. So um, share with our audience a little bit about your family background and, you know, maybe how that inspired your desire to create art. And if at any of it at any point was where you learned how to do or create this home decor. Um, let's see. I, my background, I am Moroccan, um, first generation. Yeah. I literally am an immigrant here. Came when I was nine and I won't tell you my age, but still young. Be proud. Um, be proud. Um, yeah. Did my family, uh, inspire me with my art? I would say yes, because in those times in the eighties and nineties, you didn't have a lot of distractions. So Mm. And I was, I was just like my mom, Alhamdulillah. She, like, she loved making things with her hands. So I feel like that kind of inspired me. She loved to sew. She loved to like knit, and I like to do those. So I actually just started um, crocheting. I'm terrible at it, <laughs> but I really am. And I, I like to explore different avenues because I'm like, one day it's just going to be me and my husband, and I need something to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm always looking for different things to do and to learn. And in terms of my art, I feel like um, over the years, I just stuck to it and got better and and my confidence grew and my um, craft grew with it. So yeah, definitely. It's definitely a factor. That's awesome. Perfect. Um, So I think this was something that Zeba would be really interested in because, you know, I've seen you do it when you were still here in Arizona with us, but I think since you've moved, you do it more often, or maybe it's just a matter of social media and we see it, but you're often creating art for charitable causes. So describe like the technical parts of how that process happens. Is that something you initiate? Is that something that the causes initiate? And then how could, you know, causes reach out to you in order to collaborate on a, on a charitable cause like this? Yeah, great question. I think um, my philosophy in terms of charity, I feel like that's your rent on earth, right? Like you have to use your craft. You have to use your talent to give back in a certain way and whatever that may look like. Um, and like you said, I've always felt the need to do it because it just brings, I feel like it's something that I'm giving back in a small little ripple on, on, in the waves. But, um, in terms of how I get inspired of who, to and what charity I just see whatever comes to my mind and I'm like this this is worth my time this is worth my effort and uh I'll just offer and a lot of times it's fundraisers or it's um auctions um and then there are charities that do reach out via dm and ask me if I um would be willing to participate or or donate or whatnot yeah. Do they ever um, commission you to make the art? Because I saw, I think, on one of your reels or TikToks recently where it was like you just had the blank canvas and you started creating. And I was mm. like, is that how the process works or is that something that they asked you to do? Because, you know, maybe share with the audience what the word was that showed up when you were finished. I, I wish it were that easy. Just look at a canvas and boom, is is the real That's thing. I was like, I don't have the talent. So it's like my girl <laughs> does over here, mashallah. That's what's great about painting is that. It, 
you it comes from the inside. Like I, I, I get other people inspire me and all that, but I, I in terms of commissions, I do get commissions a lot from clients, but in terms of um, charities, I create what I feel like is, mm. is something that's relatable and, and beautiful. And then I'm able to like donate it. That's awesome. Alhamdulillah. Our trusted partner, Guidance Residential, the number one U.S. Islamic home financing provider, is offering an exciting Ramadan special. This Ramadan, take advantage of their home purchase savings program by following three easy steps. Learn how to do that when you experience the guidance difference and learn more at gr.link backslash Ramadan dash FB dash MWM dash MAR 23. It's funny because when I first became a mom, like 15 years ago, this wasn't a conversation that was happening. Everybody was so excited that like Party City is carrying Ramadan decor. Let's buy all of it, you know? So that's what we did. Um, And then through the years, it's like Ramadan decor has gotten bigger and better. And now there's like so many products, like you just don't have room in your storage closet anymore. You need a whole garage for all of it. So there's more and more discussion about, are we commercializing Ramadan and our Eidain, both of our Eids to, you know, kind of match um, non-Muslim holidays? Are we like, you know, quote unquote, imitation of the kafar? Are we doing that? Are we commercializing even, you know, Islam by all of these pretty products that we can buy now? So is art indulgent or is it a part of our traditions? And, you know, how do you, how do you remove some of the stigma I feel that is coming, um, on those of us who continue to get really, really excited every time there's a new product out? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh, safe to say it could be both. You know, it could be indulgent and it could be something that can be part of our tradition, our family tradition. And uh, I don't see anything wrong with it, per se. I think it's beautiful to be able to take your kid to Target or Party City and see this inclusive atmosphere of like seeing Hanukkah and like Islamic items. Um, But then I'm also a big supporter of uh, I myself, I'll sometimes buy from local artists, even though I can probably make it myself, but it's just like, you know, I, I want to support, you know, mm-hmm. I'd rather, I could do a little bit of both, go to Target and get something or go to my local artist and order something from there. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the last part of the question? Um how do we remove some of that stigma about, you know, how like we're just purchasing more and more and more and it's not really sustainable Mm-hmm. Whether it's financially or it's the actual products that I have we're a perfect buying. answer for that. Oh, cool. I think it's uh, creating quality pieces that sustain longevity of and, and be able to like use it time and time. It's not something that you just throw it away. And that's what mm-hmm. my pieces do. Like they stay for a long time. And I think that's my way of, of contributing to sustainability and, and being able to, a little bit more green. Yeah, exactly. So the greenness, I'm la- I'm glad you posted that. And then most of your products have at least a dual function, I find, mm-hmm. you know, um, the one that I have. So I have the, what's it, what's the official name? Cause I call it the spinny thing. Goodness. Which one did spinny thingy? I have the yellow let's eat. 
Oh, is it the long mantle? The turntable. No, it's the circular one. Oh, Remember a lazy like, Susan. The lazy yes. Susan. Thank you. Yeah. So I have it. It's like right in the middle of my island and it has our, you know, daily condiments, our sugar, salt, pepper on it. And if I have like new fruit and it's pretty, I put it on there. If I have flowers, I know you don't yellow, let's eat flowers, but you know, it's just very custom and you customized it to my kitchen because I asked, I was like, I don't want the gray wash. I want a blue wash. So you did all of that for me. And that is literally every member of my household uses that. And it hasn't moved from the middle of the island. How many years has it been? Like three, four See, that's know. what I mean. It's yeah. So it's forever. been there and it's made of wood. It's very sturdy. Can't mess it up. Um, I think somebody spilled something on it. Magic eraser it off. It was fine. So it's something that I use every day and it's really important. I don't have a lot of decor in my kitchen, but that is the one item that's there. So I really appreciate that. And I love that. You know, I could move it anywhere. I could take it out to a picnic and we can use it over there. Um, I have not allowed my kids to use it as a toy, but I guess they could. Um, cause it's something that spins and moves and you know how kids are like always don't call me when it's broken. Cause you know, yeah, exactly. I'm like, you are not breaking this. Kala Hanan made it. Shut up. Um, so do you have a new line for Ramadan that you want to talk do, about? Um, by the time this episode is released, inshallah, I'll have at least half of my collection every year. I do a Ramadan collection. Mm-hmm. Um, on last week I did my, um, I brought back the one that was very popular from last Ramadan. I just kind of tweaked it. Instead of using vinyl, I actually hand-painted each one. Um, Yeah, and it speaks to what you said earlier about the dual purpose because it's double-sided. Yeah, so you you can use it for Ramadan and Eid. Yes, absolutely. You get initially two signs in Mm -hmm. one. Yeah, And it will last forever. I seal it. it. It can, you know... Be outside in the rain and the elements, the cold. Yes. Yeah, all the elements. I love it. Um, For anybody who likes, like, what is that look? Uh, Do we call it modern farmhouse or chic farmhouse? Farmhouse chic? Farmhouse chic, yeah. 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 So my house is not. My house is not farmhouse chic, but your piece looks timeless in that too. Exactly. So it's like, you know, I'm not farmhouse chic. I like the look, but I was afraid that it wouldn't fit and it's so perfect. So I love that. You want to see it? You want to take a peek? Can we have a sneak peek? Yeah, oh, I feel sorry for everybody who's just on audio and isn't on YouTube to watch oh, this. No. Oh my God, I love it. <gasps> that's cool. See how big it is? Yeah, that's and then huge. You turn it bro. around. OMG, completely Voila. different. Yeah. I hate that, that it's backwards, but there you go. And it's supposed to be sealed. This is all hand painted. No. Did you use a stencil? It. Tell me you use a stencil. Absolutely. Okay, good. I was going to say. This would be $5,000 otherwise. I know. Seriously. <laughs> Girl, I was like, I, my fingers, work. like, I already have a tremor in my hand. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on? <laughs> that it's makes me nervous. smarter, not harder, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I love that. Stencils for the wedding. So we, we know there's a lot of moms out there. We see some of them on Instagram who have accounts like Artsy by Hanan who are making beautiful things for your home in their homes, but you're so busy. And I see, I, I suspect I don't even see. I suspect there's a lot more moms that are like busy in the throes of motherhood. I don't think when I knew you, you were creating as much as you are now. And that may just be a function of developing as a mom and where we are in our stages. But for that creative mom who's kind of stuck, not stuck, but like in that developmental phase where she doesn't have the time or the bandwidth to exercise her art, what advice do you have for her? I would say priorities. Make it a priority. Anything in life you want, you that's important to you, you're going to make time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And second advi- piece of advice I would say is stop getting in your way. You know, we always tend to like create barriers for ourselves. No one else's but our issue. Mm-hmm. And just say to yourself, I'm good enough. I'm good enough. And I'm probably better than most people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why I didn't do it when you were, when I was in Arizona, because I wasn't there yet. And mm-hmm. now, like, once I started on my birthday, I'm just like, I didn't just do it. It's just post a few things. And then it just went crazy after mm-hmm. that. And I never looked back since. Yeah. You got to be your own biggest fan. Yeah. And let, now you have a studio in the house, right? I do. I do yeah, have a studio Michelle, in the house. That's awesome. Yeah. And I've taken over all the other rooms. Too. Oh. <laughs> The kids' rooms too. That's awesome. Well, yeah, yeah, if you're making the pieces to push them out, I think that's important. Has it ever happened that people have had to be waitlisted because you ran out of the products? Uh, once I run out, you don't like make them again. The, yeah. Once yeah. The, it's done, that's why I make it very clear. It's limited quantity. Mm-hmm. I have a certain mm-hmm. amount that I do every collection and you just have to follow me and stay up to date with the stories and, and the drops. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but you can be but, commissioned because I think I've commissioned you for something for my mom. Yeah, before. when it comes to this is what I do: I do wood art and then I do canvas Painting. art. Mm-hmm. These can be definitely commissioned. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you can pick your colors, your sizes, and I have like a, a a price reference for sizes, and and you can scroll through my Instagram and be like, oh, I love this one. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Just yeah. different colors. Exactly. I love when people come to my house and they're like, "What does yellow mean?" <laughs> just means come let's eat come on let's eat so you know you it's inspired a teaching me tool. to make a cello let's eat cello let's eat so you did it in other <laughs> languages you know you should find more languages in muslim countries and like I make it that. for everybody right that'd be great yeah, why not because we cool all need a lazy susan in our lives yeah i have like four and since i, I bought that yeah i think i have like one two three four more yeah plastic yeah. ones they're not nice like yours yeah. but you know they're there and they have a, a really really important function so um what product are you offering one lucky winner today? Let's talk about that. Hmm, I, I can't decide between this one or the mantle. Have you seen the mantle one? No, we haven't seen the mantle. It's the Show long us. one and it has like, uh, uh, what's my favorite? Uh, Ramadan, the month of dates and duas, And it has oh. different sayings. It's so cute. And this year, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to double side that too. I'm going to offer it double-sided. Yeah, why not? Oh, my gosh. Like, okay. It's- so it's either the Ramadan, the month of a rectangular block of wood with yeah. sayings on it that's double-sided. So you can use it for, guys, it's probably for Ramadan and Eid, and it'll be really Absolutely. cute, whatever it is. It's all going to be from the Ramadan. Or you have the circular Ramadan Kareem door hanger, and then you flip it over, and it says Eid Mubarak, and it's super beautiful. And these are made of wood and the girl is finishing them so that they can last and, you know, not scuff or fade in the element. So I think that that is, I love that it's wooden because, you know, it just, it feels more solid to me, Yeah, you know, and sometimes like lazy Susans, like they start squeaking or the like thing gets stuck, but whatever one you used, like I've never even needed a WD-40 it. So Mm -mm. Very good product. So I love it. What is the code word that you've chosen for this lucky listener um, who is going to DM the code word to us at Mommy Well Muslim Podcast on Instagram or is going to email salam at mommywellmuslim.com with this code word? What is it? We could say artsy and salam. <laughs> artsy at salam? 
And Salam. You know, I can, you can tell I could just made that up right now. I know, now. you totally made that up on the fly. Artsy <laughs> and Salam. I'm going to say let's do Artsy. We need to make it okay, super easy. Let's just do that. The code word is Artsy for a free home decor piece from Artsy by Hanan. And again, you can DM us at Mommy Well Muslim Podcast, or you can email us salam at mommywellmuslim.com. Just like Hanan's limited quantity of actual products in the shop, we only have one of these to give away. So please, when you email us, it's first come, first serve, email or DM, and we have the timestamp so we know who's first. That is going to be the winner. Make sure you include your address because we're going to forward your information to Hanan and she's going to mail it directly to you. And you will be one of the happiest people on the block during Ramadan and Eid because you got free home decor. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Um, Are you ready for a rapid fire segment? Because we like to finish all of these with a little bit of rapid fire. Do you remember the segment or do we have it when we talked before? I think the last time we talked before... We talked about balance and oh, that was during COVID when we were all like homeschooling and dying. Yeah, okay, I remember that. No, rapid fire is really fun. So the correct answer is always the first answer off the top of your head. Um, it's not supposed to be stressful. It's just to help the audience uh, get to know you a little bit better. So I'm going to put 90 seconds on the clock. Let's go. Let's do that. We always start with what book are you reading right now? Um, the Awakened Family. The Awakened Family. Mm. Okay, we're going to add that to our show notes so that people <laughs> know what that is, the awakened. All right. Ariel or Jasmine? Jasmine. Why? Because yeah, she's more like she's us. Close to my, she's kind of my people. Yeah. My I was like, somebody, my color. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, what place, I mean, you're a very international person, but what place would you most like to travel? I want to go back to Morocco. Oh, yeah. Me too, girl. <laughs> That's what we did for World Thinking Day Morocco. We all want to go back to Morocco. Let's go. Yeah, seriously. Uh, what does a person need to be happy? Gratitude. Gratitude. Ugh. You're like winning all of these, by the way. So <laughs> would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby penguin? Panda. Panda? Okay, again, I have to know why. Because penguins are slippery? They're dry. Yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to get wet. <laughs> I'd be afraid of getting crushed by a panda. So that's not, that's probably not what I want to do. Do you like the word dapper? Dapper? Dapper. No. You're looking dapper today. No. Oh. That's very nice. (laughs) What's your favorite carb? Bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? Pasta. Pasta. Yeah. Girl after my own heart. Do you know how to salsa? Yeah. You do? Mm -hmm. That's something you never taught me. You taught me self-care and not how to salsa. That was our final question. We are so, so excited to have you on the podcast today and talk about our favorite home decor with you that you have created, the new home decor that you've created for Ramadan and Eid lovers. And we just can't wait to have you back and to see you sell out again. Let's go. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. No problem. Jazakallah khair. Assalamualaikum, everybody. Thanks again for joining Zeba and Uzman Momming While Muslim today. Please email us your thoughts or questions and follow us on Facebook and Instagram because this podcast was designed to cater your needs. Make sure you check out the show notes to find the links and resources for this episode. And remember to help a mama out and leave a review of the show as well as to like it on your podcast app of choice because that helps us grow. Tune in next week for another episode of Mommy While Muslim. Assalamualaikum, everyone.